You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV 16 and Pregnant After Show. Hello, everyone. We are here talking about 16 and Pregnant, the May 5th episode. It's the fifth episode of the season, and it was on May 5th, 5-5, and also the fifth episode. So so yeah. And it is covering Ariana's story of her pregnancy. Um, but first, I'm Sterling Cates, and with me is my lovely co-host, I Tiffany. I am Tiffany Williams. Hi, Tiffany. So happy to be here talking about pregnant 16-year-olds. It's a really <laughs> exciting topic. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a very important, I think, especially for MTV, I think their objective with the show is to be more educational than anything. Absolutely. It also is entertaining, but... It's so entertaining. It's definitely a guilty pleasure, but hopefully right. one 16-year-old are watching these girls and the struggles that they're going through, and even the guys, that they're learning that this is not the way to go, wrap it up, use a condom, or just don't do it at all. Right. Yeah, it is, um, I, cause I remember when I was in high school, I think there, it was kind of like the idea of these shows were starting to come out, and it was kind of controversial at the time, and, but everyone thought that it was a good idea just to kind of document what's going on, and, more of an educational purpose. So these shows aren't uplifting by any means. I mean, they are, but it is very eye-opening. And I remember when I was seeing these when I was in high school, and it really scared me. So (laughs) I'm going to date myself because (laughs) reality TV was not around when I was in high school. So luckily, I did not have this to lean on. I just had very strict parents that were like, okay, boys are bad. If you (laughs) have sex with them, you might die. That's like uh, Mean Girls when he's like, (laughs) you will get pregnant and you will die. Right. (laughs) So, all right. Well, that's not the case here. Not (laughs) the case here. Let's dive in and talk about Ariana. So the thing about 16 and Pregnant and how it's different than some of the other teen pregnancy shows is that it just covers one um, situation or one case per episode. Right. No, excuse me. <clears throat> and in this so. episode, we had Ariana, right. who was described as an artsy girl. Um, she wanted to be a psychologist. She was doing double time uh, online classes in high school to complete her high school diploma and was preparing for college, which right. was a unique case. Yep. So she's senior in high school. She's from Smyrna, Georgia. I think mm-hmm. I'm Smyrna. Is it Smyrna or Smyrna? I think it's Smyrna. Okay. And, um, yeah, like you said, creative RC type. She seems to me like she has a pretty good head on her shoulders. She seems um, like she does have, a, like, I was surprised by her maturity. Right. Yeah. Until we saw her interacting with her with, baby daddy. Right. And we'll get into that in a little Definitely. bit. But I think that, you know, that is a tough situation and it probably is frustrated. You know, I can't speak to that because I don't know myself. And unless you're going through it, I don't know um, how 
anyone would act to that. But I think that, um, so we do learn that her mom had her when she was 17. Right. So around the same age she is. Um, and so her mom went through that. Now she's going through that. She has a good relationship with her mom, but she lives with her grandmother because she doesn't like the man that her mom recently married. Right. So she lives with her grandma in a one-bedroom apartment. They share a bed. Yes. That can't be comfortable for either of them. I know, especially after the baby gets into I the know. picture. But her grandmother was definitely a trooper, and she had... The most support, I think, that we see in these types of shows, Ariana was definitely supported. Her mother and her grandmother were there for her at every doctor's appointment mm -hmm. and in very supportive of her choices. Right. Her grandmother her mother was really sweet. Right. And she's retired. So she does have, she is able to be there and help Ariana, which is amazing. So Ariana does have a support system there with her mom and her grandmother. But it is very, she's very worried about the, financial concerns, you know, with good reason. Right. Because um, her mom and her grandmother are having to carry a lot of the weight. Because she can't have a job because she's six months pregnant. Right. You know, going into the final stretch here. And she isn't getting much help from Maurice, the baby daddy. So let's talk about him for a little bit. What did you think about Maurice? I really wanted to pull for Maurice. And I was definitely on his team the whole time. He was very meek and mild-mannered, but he seemed like his head was in the best place possible when it came to having to step up to the plate to take care of the child. Right. And he said a couple of times that he was never really worried about Aiden being taken care of. He knew it was going to get done. He knew that he was going to be there. His family was going to be there. And also that Ariana has her side of the family. But I got to say, I can see where Ariana's coming from. Like he's saying he's going to support you support her and Aiden. And he's saying that he's going to bring all of these things over to the house. And then he doesn't. Right. So, I mean, you know, you got to show up. You can't just talk about it. So I, when she was saying that, I totally get that concern. Because if he's saying all these things and it's not happening for the nine months she's pregnant, for the time when she really needed him the most, he can't just step in when it's easy, you know? I think there are so many things at play here. Like Ariana, she, her father was missing out of the picture her whole life. Right. So I think she was kind of also carrying that sort of fear that this could also happen to her kid. She said, I think, once she had a dream about her unborn kid, and the, the baby asked her where her dad was, and she'd hate to have to tell him that she didn't know. Right. So I think a part of her reactions to him were out of fear of having the same scenario. And then the interesting part about it is that he also grew up in a family without a dad, and he mm -hmm. made it clear that he did not want to have the same situation for his kid. Right. So I like, I mean, I, I don't want to expect too much out of this 16-year-old kid. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like she was a little hard on him. Right. Yeah, and, but, so we do see that um, they're not together. We didn't mention that, but they're broken up because he asked her for a paternity test. Right. Which, you know, shows that he doesn't 100% trust her. But we learn later when he's sitting down with his family that it was his family who encouraged him to ask her to get a paternity paternity test. Right. And that kind of turned me off a little bit to him, too. Like, I mean, she is six months pregnant with your child, and you're going to ask for a paternity test? That was definitely a bad move because he, the whole time he was talking about the paternity test, he was saying that it was his kid. Like, he's like, that's my kid. Yeah. And, but in, And I, I could see the parents wanting to step in to protect 
their son, right? Too, you know, because who knows what these teenagers are doing and what exactly. who's sleeping with who, right? So I think it was him taking or his family taking the proper precautions because what happens when you're paying child support or whatever for the next eighteen years and the kid is not actually yours? Unfortunately, it comes down to hey, let's make sure that this is right. So, yeah, no, that totally it's is kind of tacky all the way around. But what are you gonna do? I mean, you know. <laughs> but um, so, and the biggest thing that's you know keeping them arguing every time they talk is that she wants to. She's kind of like, all right, show me the money. Like, show me what you're doing. Very understandably, she wants him to bring diapers to the house. She wants to feel prepared when Aiden comes into this world. Like any, you know, new mother would. But he keeps saying, well, we're going to have all this stuff at my house for when he's here. Right. So it seems like there's already that separation between he's going to be here and he's going to be here. I'm only going to do things for when he's here. Right. That was the take I took. He was definitely working on his own time. Right. Partly because he probably doesn't have a job. Well, he doesn't have a job. He He doesn't doesn't have have a a job the whole episode. So he's waiting for this baby shower that his family was going to throw for him in order to get all of these things. I don't know why he was hoarding the the baby supplies. <laughs> like, like, don't you think she would need them more? You know? But at the same time, no, because the baby's not here yet, so they're not gonna be in use until the baby gets here. So why not let them collect dust at his house? Right. And the other thing is that they had only known each other for a month and a half right. before she got pregnant. So I think that just because the relationship was so fresh and then all of a sudden, hey, I'm pregnant, here's the pregnancy test, that is a lot for teenagers to handle, especially a month and a half into a relationship for any, no matter what age you are, Absolutely. that's, you know, that definitely puts a strain on it. And I think ultimately that's, you know, what caused them break up because they don't know each other. And she was saying that the pregnancy has really shown his true colors as being like immature right. and not stepping up to the plate. Well, he was definitely immature and I don't see how she didn't see that before, before. she started I mean, he dating has braces. him. He has I'm just going to say. He's a, a rapper sure singer sad. guy. Oh, yes. I'm so <laughs> glad he brought that up. Like that it's like, I got to get back in the studio. I'm like, I can barely understand you talking. Are you really a rapper or a singer or whatever? Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up because he was sitting down with his family and his mom is obviously very concerned. And she said, you know, you need to get your act together. You need to be able to provide financially for your kid. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, like, you know, I've been in the studio trying to work on my mixtape. And she's like, mm-hmm. I love your rapper voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been working on that. <laughs> That's my imitation of what he did. But yeah, so she, she was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no one's believing his mixtape is going to really just Fly off the shelves here in a moment. Out of Smyrna, Georgia. (laughs) But I was, I think (laughs) one of the things that I was more surprised about out of this episode was the lack of parental involvement. Mm -hmm. Like we saw him interacting with his whole family. His mom seemed pretty young and pretty hands off for the most part. And her mom obviously had her at a younger age as well. And they, you know, I was just waiting for the time where they would talk to each other like we right. never saw her interacting with his parents totally. or him interacting with her parents or either of the parents just yeah. talking to each other because there's a baby coming folks right when kind of time to unite yeah join forces here 
Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And also, you see that later when he's he's kind of playing the victim with his family, saying, Ariana did this, Ariana did that, she won't let me do this, she wants me to do this. And it's like totally not really telling everything like he's not owning up to what he's doing but his mom's like oh my gosh she's so she's so dramatic dramatic yeah but i mean she is like a kid having a baby yeah yeah and she has every right to be concerned about his involvement and wanting wanting him to be involved in little aiden's life right so i mean i just really wish that they could join those forces because it would clear up a lot of those miscommunications. Right. I think that, I don't know, I, I every time they were going to discuss anything, Ariana and uh, Maurice, I she was so closed to whatever he had to say. It yes. didn't matter. Yeah. Because he wasn't willing to bring over the baby supplies before the pregnancy. Yeah. I have... I do agree with that, and I I really like Ariana, and I think that she's very focused, very determined, wants to get her schoolwork done. She's taking all of these online classes and her getting to finish up by December because that's when her baby's due, and then she wants to you know have the baby and then go to school in the fall. She's always doing schoolwork, doesn't get out of the house. Like so, I I really appreciated her. being realistic about her future and being realistic about that she needs to get an education. She needs to be able to provide for her kid. And that's a lot of stress for a teenager to handle. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's natural for her to want him to, like, be there and to be providing, you know. But, again, that is a lot to ask from a teenage boy. Right. So it's just, like, growing up way too fast. Way too fast. So... But, um, yeah, like we mentioned, she's getting her coursework done before the baby. Her family is very supportive. Well, her mom and her grandma, she obviously, her dad wasn't involved in her life. So she's also having that struggle. She doesn't want her baby to grow up the same way she did without a father, you know? Mm -hmm. But, and also she's trying to get her driver's license because she doesn't want her mom to drive her around everywhere. So, um, and her mom goes to her sonogram appointments with her, um, and she doesn't tell Maurice because they're still fighting, they're still broken up. What did you think about that? I felt like a lot of their issues were because of her. Now, I get that she's a hormonal girl having a baby, juggling a lot, but at the same time, there has to be an effort made to make peace with this man in order to move forward in your relationship. Like, you cannot fight every time you see each other. You can't demand an apology after this thing is passed and the baby's, you know, almost here. You have to shut up about it, move on. Your baby, your diapers are going to come. You're going to have your diapers. He says that. He's around. He's available. Yeah. But I feel like she's pushing him away. Well, he's available because he doesn't have a job. He's not (laughs) doing anything. Like, I can see what you're saying, but at the same time, like, he needs to own up to what he's doing. Like, that's what I was like. I think that's so frustrating that he's not even owning up to, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't brought him by, by yet. I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it tonight. Like, he's saying he has all these things. Just do it, and then she'll be at peace with it, you know? She I, just wants to see it happen so she can have that comfort of knowing that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Right. But I do understand the fact that it's kind of like they're just butting heads constantly. Right. Like, she's not letting in at all, and he's not apologizing or owning up to anything. So, like, no progress is being made 
in their arguments <laughs> at all. I agree Don't with you that. Think? I I agree with that. I didn't mind the whole things. I, I, I for some reason I trusted him when he said he was gonna. He's bring, gonna do it. Yeah, bring the supplies. He seems like a trustworthy person. And if not, the courts will be involved to enforce that if we need them to. Like I don't have to yell at you every time we get on the phone. That's right. not gonna help the cause at all. And I was also just thinking the whole time that they were fighting every single time, and because it's like a very tense. Like very I tense. felt very tense watching Me it too, and I felt very uncomfortable and I felt very tense. So I can't even imagine that stress on her that she does not need this late in her pregnancy. Exactly. Like it, even if he doesn't want to apologize, or even if he doesn't want to own up to what he was doing, he just needs to do it just to. Just ease to ease her mind, her mind and to just calm her down. All she wanted was an I'm sorry or I'll do it, right. you know? And I don't think that's, even if you don't agree necessarily, I think this is not the time to be proud, right. you know, and have that ego involved, especially when she's been having to deal with this for nine months. She hasn't, she had to take off her senior year of high school. She can't go to parties like you can. I Just think say that, I'm sorry. But how about we also acknowledge that that could be where the root of her resentment comes from? Oh, I think it totally because could be. Because I feel like a lo- it was a little much, you know, it was right. a little much. And there's an underlying issue there that's not being addressed. And the fact that he gets to walk in with this class and graduate and go to homecoming and have his freedom. Right. Is definitely weighing on her, and she's not saying that. I completely agree with that. And she brought that up at the end of the episode. She's right. like, I've definitely had to sacrifice more than Maurice. I have, you know, I haven't been able to do this, this, and this. He's been able to. He wasn't there when I needed him. Which is, they're all, you know, very real concerns, very real things that happened. But, I mean, you can't really do anything about about that, you right. know? And he, he can't really either. Especially when you're broken up, he's not going to just sit on your doorstep. Right. Especially when there's an argument that he's risking every time he talks to you. Exactly. But there was a glimmer. That's a good point. A glimmer of hope Mm -hmm. in the delivery room. Yes. I didn't think that she would call him. I was surprised that she called him to have him come to see the delivery of the baby. What did you think about that? Well, she's when he asked her why she called, he said... She said that she wasn't sure why, and she just kind of did. But I'm glad she did because I genuinely do think he wants to be involved in the baby's life. I think he will uh, be present, hopefully, fingers crossed. I guess we'll talk about that in predictions. But um, I, I think that, I mean, that moment only happens once, and it may only happen once before the, both of them or both of them together. So it's a special moment, and I'm really glad she had him there for it. Because you can't relive it, right. you know. It, I feel like she would have regretted not having him there. He also came bearing gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a big monkey we saw him bring into the delivery room, which seems to be like a theme in there, um, in the kids' room decor. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was very loving and mm-hmm. sweet. He was, like, h- hugging her, caressing her head. They were so calm, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just that they were, like, calm and peaceful. I was like, this is exactly what needs to happen right Exactly. Now. And it seemed like everything was on par to work itself out because mm-hmm. he, he finally came. He had his stuff. He was sweet. He witnessed the birth of his child, which he said was a life-changing experience. And um, and then shortly after that, things went south. Right. <laughs> Very quickly. Very quickly. Um, well, because it just came back. It's just full circle. It came back to that same argument that they've had 
four or five times this thing. When they met on the park bench, they had the same argument. She wants him to bring stuff to the house. He's not doing it. He's not owning up to whatever she wants him to do. I still don't really, I'm still not really clear what it is <laughs> that she wants him to do. But it's very clear that she wants him to do it. And he hasn't yet. So, but she's bringing it up. But they're very calm still. So they're not yelling in front of the baby, which is good. Calm until. But it's until. For like two seconds. She's still not, she's not giving in at all. And then she kicks him out of the room and he just wants to hold the baby. Well, he's like, why are we still talking about this? Why are you keep bringing this up? It didn't happen. We can't do it. The baby's here now. Let's move on. And she's like, no, you need to man up. You need to be a man. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, what? I just want to hold him and spend time with him. And she's like still badgering him. It was a very special moment that was ruined by an argument that that we saw so many times in the episode. Not only was it ruined, there were threats made. I'm going to call the nurse if you don't give me back my baby. Yeah. And she, obviously, if a new mother asks for her baby, you should probably give it to her. give it to her. Granted, it is your baby, too. But, you know, that's just not not a good way to start. It's not a good way to start at all. But it also sets a weird tone, like, within their relationship. Because it is his baby, too. And so it's like, okay, I can't hold my baby now. Right. I don't know. It was just so uncomfortable to watch, again, Yeah, the same argument play out with them. And I felt bad for Maurice. Yeah, I, I did. I feel bad yeah, for Maurice. I know. You're, well, this is good because I'm, like, I feel bad for Ariana, but I see her faults with the arguments. And you're kind of playing his advocate, which is good because I'd probably just be sitting here being like, he should have done this, this, and this, just like Ariana did. He's so nice. But, like, I felt bad that he got himself in this situation because now he's going to have to deal with crazy baby mama for the rest of his life. Right. Maybe. But the thing is, is I think, well, I'm going to rewind a second here to their argument that we they had on the park bench when she met him, when she was wearing the tie-dye shirt. And... Um, that lasted all of five minutes because as soon as they sat down, it was nice. They hugged for a second. And then as soon as they sat down, got into the, got into the discussion, it was an argument and it was just back and forth and just not going anywhere. No progress was being made. And he told her that he was like, you sound dumb. And I was like, nope, that was probably the wrong thing to say. (laughs) And she was not having it after that. And so I just thought that even though both of them were being very stubborn and very not helpful at all in the conversation, it's just so much stress on her. And that late in her pregnancy, this was before she had the baby. You just can't do that. But I mean, it's not like they know any better, but I just wanted to like pause it and tell them (laughs) like, you can't do that. You can't, but I think he has to. Okay. I get, I'll never understand childhood childbearing and all of that i don't know yeah. i just don't know and i have very little empathy in the whole thing i just know that he had to hold on to his manhood in some way because yeah. she has been beating him over the head every the phone conversation that they had it was like him getting two words in and her basically yelling where's your job where's your money where's your this where's your that you know what i mean and it's right. like Okay, if we could just all wake up and say, I'm going to have this job right now, 
Yeah. It would be nice. Yeah, and that's true that we don't see any of his process. We don't know if he's trying to get jobs or if he's just not trying to get jobs. Right. We don't know if, like, we don't know what he's doing because the cameras don't follow him. We don't see that. And we only see them, you know, we only see him when they're arguing. Right. So we don't know if he's just not making any effort or if, and if he's just relying on his family or if he is making an effort, he's just waiting on the right, waiting on a job. Right. You know? So I do wish we'd saw more of that as well as seeing their families kind of interact more. I could imagine um, it would... I, I wonder why we didn't see Maurice's story, though. I, I, my guess is that it, he is not a talker yeah, at all. Well, maybe that is it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they didn't negatively portray him, obviously, because right. you, you, know, you were go- pulling for yeah, him. Stuff. I'm pulling for him, too, because I do want him to be involved in the kid's life. Um, but, but let's go back to, um, Ariana a little bit. So she, we know she has her supportive family, but she also has some very supportive friends Mm -hmm. and they, um, convince her to go to homecoming, even though she's probably like seven or eight months pregnant at that point. Right. And, um, I thought it was so cute when she got ready and she came out and her mom asked her to do the little Aiden dance Uh, and she was just like, the belly shimmy, the, the belly shimmy. Yeah, that was a cute moment, and I'm glad that she went, and it seems like she had a good time, too. I remember Homecoming being much more glamorous. Mm-hmm. I didn't do, like, the pants and jacket well, thing. Well, I mean, granted, she's pregnant. But so. none of them. They were all very casual for Homecoming. What were the other ones wearing? I just noticed. Everyone had on, like, a shirt, pant. Just you know. like, oh, really? Yeah. Like a, like a tuxedo like a, suit for like women. A, yeah, I know. Suit. It's like go-to-work <laughs> day, you know. Oh, yeah, like very professional. <laughs> Slacks and a... Yeah. Cute tea. Yeah, that's interesting. That was I didn't think weird. about that, too. We were very um, dressy for homecoming, but yeah, yeah. that was weird. But she seemed to enjoy herself, and mm-hmm. at, after dinner with her, her parents and her friend Nolan, she was uh, saying that she was glad that she got out of the house, and getting yeah. out made her realize that she stays in the house all the time, and she wants to get out more. Yeah, and I think that's a good realization. But also, I'm glad that she's in the house doing her schoolwork, exactly. like getting her future together. like. I'm glad that she has that, that she's mature enough to realize that that's what's important right now. It was not. very impressive because most teens at that point in their life usually just drop out of school altogether because right. it's so much to manage, but she was already on the fast track to finishing high school and working on starting college. Right, and she's talking about she wants to get her PhD in psychology. But she's going to just do be a registered nurse. At first, I mean, she, you never know what could happen down the line. I think that's a smart decision, you know, a smart first step. It's very, very, very smart. Yeah, just kind of getting, you know, just getting out there in the work world and being able, knowing that she's going to be able to provide for her child. And I think, I don't know, that was just really refreshing to see because, you know, when you watch these shows like Teen Mom or, you know, some of the other episodes of 16 and Pregnant, and you see these girls who, you know, go out and party, and they have these addictions, and they're getting arrested, and they and they have a kid at home, or they leave their kids with their parents, and they don't take responsibility. Right. But you could see that she really wanted to be the provider for her kid. She mm-hmm. didn't want to have to depend on anyone. She just was talking about how she wants to pay her family back. I just thought that was very admirable of her at such a young age to realize that that she's importance very aware of herself her situation mm-hmm. and her her baby's future and it was very admirable yeah and she probably learned a lot of that from her mom and growing up with a young mom and having to see her that struggle so that could be a very you know a lesson learned just from that yeah or she could just be a smart kid yeah 
<laughs> or a combination of both. <laughs> a combination you know? of both. Um, so the same group of friends who took her to the homecoming dance um, also were there for her baby shower where she got some other things for Aiden. Uh, she got a little onesie that says, Mommy Loves Me. That was so cute. It was cute. Yeah. It was very cute. She finally got, I guess, I can imagine that the burden of having to have so much stuff for a kid can be crazy. So baby showers are definitely a godsend. Yeah. And she got she, a lot of uh, supplies that she she needed. Yeah. And she, I know she was happy about getting these gifts, and they're not um, not things that her mom and her grandmother have to buy now. So that's got to be a relief. For her, so... But baby shower gifts only last about six months. Yeah. At the rate that that kid was pooping, did you see oh, that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. They're going through diapers, like, a pack a day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, they're still changing the diaper, and the kid is still... Pooping. Go pooping. Oh yeah, that was... It's I in was, his hair. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, how to get on his face? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I don't envy you, Ariana. Um, but, yeah, so at the end of the day, though, she does want to see – I do think she wants to see Maurice do well for himself and be a good father. Um, I'm glad that she – I don't know. I think she – I think the reason they butt head so much is that because she sees how much he cares about Aiden, and that's, like, the number one priority right now. But I think she wants him to also care about her. Right. Well, at the end of it all, he ended up getting a job. He sent her photo proof that he yeah. had a job. Yeah. And then they had their their last little meeting at the smoothie shop mm -hmm. uh, where he also brought in what looked like, I don't know, it was a cake, cake. and a, a tuxedo for the baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a baby suit and some Jordans. Yeah. I laughed in two moments in this episode, and one was he was like, all right, I got some diapers, and I got some baby Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this kid is like three days old. <laughs> He's think. prepared for life. He's going to grow into those. Oh, good. And then he got him a little tuxedo, so he can wear his tuxedo with his with Jordans. His Jordans. But yeah, so but it is good seeing him every time he comes over. Every time they meet, he has stuff on hand, and that is really good to see because you don't see that a lot on these shows. Right. You a lot of times the other the baby daddy isn't as prepared. Well, the baby daddy is like, I'm out. I yeah, don't care. Bye. I want to know. So yeah, he's trying. He's we making an effort. That effort more and more as the episode progresses. And so in this final conversation, it seems like it's going down the same path. Ariana kind of steps into the boundary of you're not being a man. You can't recognize when you're wrong. And uh, Maurice keeps even keel this time. And he's like, well, you can't recognize when you're wrong either. We all make mistakes. And she's like, well, at least I own my mistakes. And he's like, but why do we have to keep going there? Yeah. And then she gets pissed off and tries to leave. I think what she wants is just for him to say, I'm sorry, and then they can move on. But, but the fact that he's not saying those two words is what's keeping her bringing it up and bringing it up, which is frustrating. Right. It is very frustrating. But, you know, how it, like... If you want someone to apologize and they're not, are you just going to keep going on as if nothing? If is I have a kid you? in this world, I think I have bigger problems, right? Than That's an apology. Totally true. Like we got a kid to feed now. Let's move on, right? So, do you think that she's being too hard on him? Absolutely. Okay. I just wanted to strangle her at yeah. times with that blue hair, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I, I was wondering about that. Do you like? So that looked like freshly done, especially the whole at the time. Roots. Yeah, and can you dye your hair like that when I you're don't pregnant? Think so I don't think you're supposed to do any dye, and the roots seem definitely bleached. Yeah, 
and the bottoms died the whole time. Right. So I was I was wondering about that. Bad parents. Just kidding. No. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. Um, um, but I was I was going back and forth with trying to decide if I think she was being too hard on him. I definitely think that their argument that they kept having over and over what we talked about for the, this whole time. I think that was redundant, and I think it was unnecessary. But I don't think it was necessarily just because of her. I think it was definitely a butting head situation. They're both being stubborn. I want him to say, I'm sorry. I should have done this. I'll do it now. And then they move on, you know, until the next thing they butt heads about. But, like, the fact that they kept bringing up that same argument over and over, even after the baby was born. So we start with her at a Mm six-month, when she's six months pregnant, and we end you know, a few weeks after the baby's born. Right. So they're having that same argument for for like four months or for six months. Yeah. For four Mm -hmm. months. Yeah. So it just seems. But at the end in their conversation, he finally did apologize. Um, Did he? Yeah. (laughs) He says, I'm sorry. Um, He says, I'm sorry. And they hug it out at the end. And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't know what he apologized for, but I think he apologized for not bringing the stuff over in a timely manner. Yeah. Like, he, I think, realized what he, realized that she was not going to let this go. It's always going to be a thing. So he finally apologized to her. They hugged it out, and they made plans to see each other again. Right. And she's like, okay, you can come see him, but just don't not show up. Right. <laughs> Which is like so another she, kick yeah, in the gut. Right. To me. Yeah. Um, but, I agree with that. But he was trying, and I think that they finally, I think that they finally made some progress that night. And I think that he's kind of still sweet on her. Like, he wants to work it out with her yeah. and maybe have a relationship. Yeah, I, I'm glad they ended on a good note. And um, I'm glad that he wants to be there, whether they are in a romantic relationship or not. Mm-hmm. And... I really hope that they're able to keep a civil relationship and not have these recurring arguments over and over again, just for the sake of Aiden anyway, Um, and that they're able to make things work. And I'm glad that they both see that. They both grew up without a father, so they can see what it would be like for Aiden, and they don't want that. So I'm glad that they're... They're being mature enough. I say that word very (laughs) loosely to... Be able to realize that Aiden is more important than whatever they're arguing about. Right. Um, But what I do wish we saw, like we were talking about before, I wish we saw the parents or his parents interact with the baby Mm -hmm. and interact with her side of the family. And I wanted to see um, what they thought post-pregnancy. Because it kind of, she had the baby. They went to the coffee shop. We see her family a lot with the baby. Um, I wanted to see you know, how it all plays out. Right. You know? I guess they never really show you that on these episodes. I wonder if they show you much of what it's like after the baby comes into the picture. Right. I don't know. I really, I'm, I want to see what happens, uh, you know, a few months down the road. But I think they have those, like, reunion shows where, right. they, where they do that. But I do wish that um, we saw more of their family interaction. And I wish that they would just get over that argument. <laughs> I'm going to say that they're over it. I'm going to hope that they're over it. Yeah. Because they have so much more to think about now and to, and to 
discuss because they have to plan for this kid's future right for the next 18 years so yeah baby supplies a little late yeah yeah well it's promising okay well we'll get into predictions even though this has a little bit of a we it's a weird show to do yeah, predictions for weird. yeah it's not like a typical thing but what I will say is um, it is promising that they both seem to have the baby as a top priority. They both want the kid to have good role models and, and both parents mm-hmm. involved in its life, in his life. And um, and it seems like they both have supportive families on their side. So, like, Maurice has his support system and then um, Ariana has her support system. I want to see everyone come together. Right. But it does seem like that support is there. A lot of times we don't see that support, and a lot of times either it's one-sided or, you know, there's a lot of different issues going on. But it seems like this baby has a good family, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people that care about him. I think the baby definitely will be supported either way because there are so many people involved and, and just generally positive about the baby being in the picture. There's right. no hard feelings about the baby being there. Right. Um, I'm going to predict that Maurice will keep his job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> that he will Let's keep that his happens. job and keep the baby supplies coming in a timely manner. Uh, and I also think that Maurice will pursue a relationship with her. She yeah. doesn't seem to be feeling it too much. Uh, Because she kind of has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. But I think, like, Maurice is kind of blind to all of that. He's like, I don't know. I also think that the thing with Ariana is that she just wants positive energy around her baby, her and her baby. She has a lot to focus on right now with school. She's going to college. So there are a lot of other things in her life that are going on. And now that she has a baby, she has to put herself first and her baby first. So I don't know if I'd want to see her just jump back in a relationship with Maurice, who's going to be still at home having his job and stuff. But I do want them to be civil and maybe down the road have a relationship. It's kind of funny that we didn't even talk about Maurice's, or the episode didn't talk about his expectations or his what his goals in life yeah, or what he wanted to be. That's what we were saying. Or... I really wanted to see more of his his side of his life. Like, what does he do all day? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or, like, what is his job that he got? Right. You know, that was, that was all very... Very vague. Yeah, very vague with that. But um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them together because I think that, I mean, they're they're young and they're kind of cute together when they were when sweet they were, with when each they, other. Yeah, when they were sweet. Um, so, I don't know. It couldn't be the worst thing for the baby anyways. Yeah, we all want a happy ending yeah. for, for both of them right. and for the baby and for the families. I want her to have that big house she was talking about uh-huh. and to have that life. Like, I really want that to happen. Even though, you know, she wish, she said she wishes she had the baby a few more, four more years down the road. Right. But that didn't happen. Now you got to live with what's happening. But I think it'll all be good. All right. So, another 16 and pregnant in the books. That's right. Tiffany, where can the people find you? You can find me at latransplant.com. Oh. Oh. I'm going to have to check that oh, out. Please do. It's a site for people moving to L.A. Oh, really? Yeah. I just moved here a year ago, oh, like nice. today. All right. <laughs> I mean, a year ago today. Yeah. It's your Anyways, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Kate. We will be back next week, next Wednesday. I had to think about what day it was today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, catch us next Tuesday for next week's episode of 16 and Pregnant. Thank you so much for tuning in. And before I forget, please go on iTunes and rate and review our podcast. Um, that give us lots of downloads. Hopefully we can 
keep coming back every week with new episodes of 16 and Pregnant. And um, you can also download our app on Android and iTunes. Okay, thanks for tuning in, everyone. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 